You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to anybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream, and, of course, downloading afterwards wherever you get your podcasts, including the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. I got my man, the Bounty Killer, with me. He's on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. And now, with week one in the books, we did all our overreactions yesterday. We start to look ahead to week two. You're going to need to make some claims on the waiver wire. I've got you. I am holding you down. Holler at your boy at 844-843-6879. You can also catch me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. Give me a follow. Ask me questions. My man Lantern has been asking me questions all all day long. Hope I help you out. It's talking about Cooper Cup and talking about Jimmy Graham out there. But if you have questions, holler at me this hour before your waiver wire runs tomorrow morning. We got you. I also got a poll question up right now. As we start to look ahead to week two in the NFL, which matchup Are you most excited about, I think there's some with some real fantasy football potential here. Uh, How about Eagles Chiefs? Eagles Chiefs, everybody thinks, you know, oh, Kareem Hunt, oh, Carson Wentz looked good. Let's see if that continues. Is it the Patriots and Saints down in the dome, the over-under for that game? The total right now stands at 55. Do you think Tom Brady bounces back? Do you think Drew Brees puts up his normal 300-plus in the dome? We will chop it up about that. Also, the Vikings and the Steelers, is that Vikings defense for real they shut down Drew Brees can they do the same to Big Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers at Heinz Field in their home opener and the last option on Sunday night football this week week two we have a replay of the NFC title game and it is the Falcons and the Packers as the Falcons open their new stadium that over under is up at about 54 a lot of goodness in that matchup listen we're gonna get you ready for your waiver wire I'm gonna tell you who you need to fade a lot of people are going out there running right now because of the news that David Johnson is gonna miss two to three months are you going out and getting Kerwin Williams are you getting Chris Johnson or are you spending your fab budget somewhere else on guys like Tyree Cohen who we've been talking about on the Chicago Bears is it guys like Buck Allen on the Baltimore Ravens now that Danny Woodhead goes down are you taking a chance on some of those Jacksonville wide receivers now that AR 15 is down is it a guy like Lee is it a guy like Hearns or do you just let it settle and not get a little too crazy and let everybody else hop you in priority this way you have the number one waiver wire claim a little bit later on in the season we're going to be talking about all that and more when we come back dropping stats over beat it's the fantasy freestyle and the phone lines are open at 844-843-6879 holler at your boy speeds the spitting statistician i give you the injuries the breakdowns and we start to look at games from week two when we come back on the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network quarterback to receiver hookups running back to death analysis 
rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down on a Tuesday. Right after week one, we did all the overreactions yesterday. So now it is time to, you know, start to figure out who's ready, who's not ready, who's hurt, and who, uh, you know, who we need in week two. So we're going to start looking ahead, and I want to give you some news and notes. The Indianapolis Colts have already ruled Andrew Luck out for week two, and they did this early on in the week. To be quite honest, I think this ultimately means that he's not going to be ready for a few more weeks. They know it right now. They just don't want it to say it. But it looks like the Colts may, in fact, start Jacoby Brissett in their home opener this week against the Cardinals. Hey, it can't get any worse than what we score with Scott Tolzien in week one. But temper your expectations because Brissett may be marginally better than uh, Tolzien. So if you're going to hop on like the Cardinals pass defense or the Cardinals defense as a DFS play, watch out and see. See what Brissett does in practice this week. Also, D- David Johnson, DJ2K, is going to opt for wrist surgery. He's going to be out two to three months. It looks like the Cardinals are intending to sign Chris Johnson, their former running back, also a guy who got 2,000 yards back in his past, but it could also be a guy like Kerwin Williams or Andre Ellington. Keep an eye out on that situation. This Cardinals-Colts game is not going to have the stud firepower and stars that you may have thought a few weeks ago. Also, news. Uh, Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Panthers, said that they may limit Christian McCaffrey's snaps this week. He likened him to a new toy you get during the holidays that you love and want to play with but don't want to wear the batteries out. It looks like they're going to try to ride Christian McCaffrey all season long, so they're going to have to pace him a little bit maybe this week when they open at home, their home opener against the Buffalo Bills. Maybe they can get by without using their shiny new toy. The Ravens running back, Danny Woodhead, he is going to miss around six weeks weeks, they say IR is a possibility for him. That is why one of the big-time names we hear on the waiver wire is Buck Allen. You may know him in your league as Javarius Allen, but it is Buck Allen to you and me. And also, sad note, the Texans have placed their tight end C.J. Fedorowicz on IR. He had two concussions back-to-back in quick succession. He's going to be out for a while. Also, the Texans are saying that who's going to start at quarterback for them in a mere 49 hours on Thursday night football. It may be a game time decision looking at the health of Deshaun Watson. Remember, they liked some of what he did in the second half, but he came away with that with an ankle injury, was limited in practice yesterday. If he can get out there and run, it looks like the Texans are going to the young rookie, Deshaun Watson. I want to, uh, we got some calls lined up. We're going to take them in a second, but first, I do want to tell you my quick takeaways from Monday night football. We had two games. The first one, the, uh, 
Vikings looked really good beating the Saints 29-19. For New Orleans, remember I talked about offensive line play and the state of offensive line play in the NFL? You may have to add New Orleans to that mix. This could be another bad offensive line. Drew Brees did not look like himself. Granted, there were some different options out there. You know, Brandon Coleman, he hasn't had a lot of time in regular season action with. Ted Ginn Jr. is new for him. Alvin Kamara is new from him. Adrian Peterson was new for him. But uh, he didn't look exactly himself. I'm wondering if this... um Offensive line in New Orleans is also a problem, but they are going to be back in the Dome week two against the Patriots where the pass rush is not a calling card of the defending champ. So I want to see if Drew Brees can get back on the saddle. I will say this, Alvin Kamara, remember the name if he is available or if you're in a dynasty league. Alvin Kamara is going to be the guy in New Orleans when all is said and done. Adrian Peterson, I do not believe, is going to be part of this offense. I told you about this going into the season that Adrian Peterson was just blocking the route for Alvin Kamara, and it looks like Kamara is going to be the man. I think his role grows throughout the season, and I think Adrian Peterson is relegated to the sidelines. You never thought you would say that about a guy like Adrian Peterson, but this Kamara kid has some bursts, and I think he could basically replicate what they had in Darren Sproles, what they had with a guy like Reggie Bush. You know that Drew Brees likes that, and I think Kamara is that guy. On the Minnesota side of things, wow. Dalvin Cook, huh? We've been talking about it on this network, and if you've listened to the Fantasy Freestyle, I told you how much I love Dalvin Cook. If you listened to the show right before the season kickoff last week, I told you that Dalvin Cook was my pick at 4-1 to to win NFL Rookie of the Year, so I was on him. What I did not know is that the Minnesota offensive line is much improved. They were one of these piss-poor, blunt-guts-trash offensive lines last year, but they protected Sam Bradford, they blocked for Dalvin Cook, and I think this Minnesota team, if they keep that offensive line in, you know, stable and healthy, when you got Diggs and Thielen on the outside, Rudolph and Cook you know, kind of in the intermediary game, and Sam Bradford with his accurate self, remember he just set the NFL record, I think, um, watch out for Minnesota in that division. In the nightcap, the Broncos beat the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, not the San Diego Chargers, but the Broncos still got to win 24-21. I was aight because I had the Chargers plus three and the hook, and I knew about that divisional game, how they play them close, so I got a win there. Won both games last night. I gave them to you. Uh, hopefully you hit that parlay as well. Went on over to mybookie.ag and hit that two-team parlay like I did. I got to tell you something. On the Chargers... I think this defense is going to be able to get pressure. Melvin Ingram on the outside, Joey Boza on the edge. I think they're going to get pressure. The return of Jason Verrett. You got Casey Hayward, who is an all-pro last year. I like this Chargers defense. I think they just had a couple plays get away from them, but I think the Chargers defense are a great DFS play in Week 2 when they have Miami opening up the season with a long road trip going from Miami to Los Angeles. And with Jay Cutler, he's not really that mobile. I think they're going to get after the Dolphins and Jay Cutler. I also liked what I saw. I liked what I saw out of uh, Keenan Allen staying healthy, catching 5 of 10 targets. 
Patriots getting in the end zone. And I like that they're going to ride Melvin Gordon. Remember, Anthony Lynn is used to be a running backs coach and an offensive coordinator in Buffalo and with the Jets before that. And one stat that went up, it was interesting because Rex Ryan was doing the color commentary on this game, and he said that Anthony Lynn teams lead the NFL in rushing. I think that is a big boost for a guy like Melvin Gordon. He didn't look incredibly impressive, 18 carries for 54 yards, but that's the key, 8 carries, another five catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. I believe Melvin Gordon continues to be a rock-solid mid-tier running back one and with the different game flow, Anthony Lynn is going to run the ball a lot. All right, um... Chris, we got time for some calls. I want to take some calls right now to finish out this segment before I start to get into my week two preview of all the games going in week two. It does look like we've got callers, and Chris, the first one is Mike in Pittsburgh. He's got a question. It looks like about wide receivers for this week. So uh, let's put him on the fantasy freestyle. Mike in Pittsburgh, you're dropping stats over beats with Speeds the Spitting Statistician. What's up? Oh, I mean, not too good. I lost by one last week because Denver D got that block. Oh, the block field goal at the very end? The end. Oh, man. Yeah, I was up one. I was, I was up, yeah, I was up one all happy thinking I won. Then they blocked it. He got two points as it. Uh, that's a tough way to lose. That's a bad beat, man. I'm sorry. If you're ever in New York, I'm going to buy Studio 34 and Spittin' Speeds will buy you a drink here at Rockin' Riley's. That's a bad beat. I'm sorry, man. What's your question? Um, so, yeah, I'm looking at who to start up flex. I started Crowder last week, and he was a disappointment. So, yeah, I have either Keenan Allen, Demetrius, or Doug Baldwin. Keenan Allen, DT, or Baldwin? And this is at yeah. a flex spot? I like these guys. Um, so, I like a lot of these guys. And you have other wide receivers that are better than this to start at wide receiver? This is just a flex spot? I was, yeah, I have. Evans and Mike Thomas. Oh, nice. All right, then, man. I like I like your wide receiver core. I'm going to tell you the truth. To be honest, I would, first of all, a little bit later on in the season, this is a position of strength if you also have, you know, Keenan Allen, Jameson Crowder, Demarius Thomas, Doug Baldwin. I would look later on in the season and maybe package some of these guys and go up and get another true stud maybe at running back. But of these three guys, I – um. It's tough to say, man. I like – listen, I think – all of these guys are going to be in good shape. But here's the thing. I like. I think the Chargers win big on Sunday, and I think the Seahawks win big on Sunday. So that means that they're going to be running the ball in the second half of the games. I love Doug Baldwin, right? But I think they're going to be running the ball, trying to run out the clock in the second half. And listen, when it comes to Keenan Allen, they, I think, are also going to be up big on the Miami Dolphins. And like I just told you, new head coach Anthony Lynn is going to run the ball a lot. So I think it's going to be a lot of Melvin Gordon. So I think the Broncos are going to be in the kind of closest game with the Cowboys. And that Cowboys pass secondary is real trash so I like Demarius Thomas but you can't go wrong with Doug Baldwin either that is what we call a good problem to have my friend all right when thanks for the call though Mike in Pittsburgh when we come back I see the phone lines are lighting up okay so when we come back we're gonna take you calls that's Brandon in Cali Trey in South Carolina Chris in Dade County we are going to get to you when we come back dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network listen I'm gonna tell a lot of people don't over 
overreact to week one. Don't go crazy. Let your studs play. You got to let it settle like a fine wine. My homegirl Maria Marino, who I'm with on Sunday, says you got to let it settle. Don't go crazy. But I will take your questions when we get back. Dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Callers coming up next. Let's go. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app. FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Like I said, coming out of the break, I said we're going to take some callers because we got them lined up. And I know a lot of people are thinking right now maybe they're 0-1 in their league and they're like, oh, snap, what do I going to do? I hear about my man Tyreek Cohen. Should I pick him up? I hear about Buck Allen. Should I pick him up? I'm hearing about these Jaguars wide receivers. Should I pick them up? Who is Cooper Cup? These sorts of things. We're going to get into it right now. We got some callers lined up. And if you want to holler at me this hour, you can at 844-843-6879. We'll be holding you down. We'll also take your questions on the live YouTube stream. And remember, you could always get at me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds with your questions. I try and holler back as soon as I possibly can. Let's go out to uh, Brandon and Cali. Brandon and Cali, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. Sounds like you want to talk about flipping Kareem Hunt, possibly. Yeah, man, I got an offer today from someone. Um, I'm in a dynasty league, and I was able to get Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook um, in those first few picks. And uh, somebody offered me LaShawn McCoy straight up for Kareem Hunt. But my only thing is that it's a dynasty, and I worry about LaShawn McCoy getting injured. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, listen, thanks for the call, Brandon, and I appreciate that. I think the key word you say is the Dynasty League, right? And so if you are in this for the long haul, then you have Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook, and you're set to go for years, right? If, however, if you ask me the same question in a redraft league in a year, year, just now, I would say absolutely flip Kareem Hunt and uh, take Shady McCoy. I've been telling a lot of people, listen, this is kind of like the stock market. You're trying to buy low and you're trying to sell high. The stock will never be higher on Kareem Hunt. We had the buzz, then the injury to Spencer Ware fell right in his lap, and then he went out and performed with over 240 some odd yards in week one. The stock will never be higher on Kareem Hunt. If you can get a true like stud top five, top seven RB in a redraft league and Shady McCoy qualifies, I say go right ahead and flip him. However, Brandon, you are talking about a dynasty league, and if you believe that you're going to be in this dynasty league for years and you're playing the long game, then with Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook, you are set to go. So if you're looking for the future, here's the thing, Brandon, I'm going to tell you right now. If you think your team can win this year, 
Maybe you make that trade. If you're a team who's not contending right now, if you're a team who's looking for the future, no. Keep Kareem Hunt. Keep Dalvin Cook. You'll be set up moving forward. Thanks for the call, though. We got Trey in South Carolina as well. He's got a wide receiver question featuring one of these famous guys that we're going to be talking about all week and all season long, I think. Cooper Cup out in Los Angeles. Trey, you're dropping stats over beats with the fantasy freestyle. What's your question, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing all right. Oh yeah. Now uh, I have a waiver. I have a waiver wire uh, question. Now, uh, could you kind of, kind of rank the the best to the worst uh, as far as you know who should I pick up and who should I stay away from? Um, I'm trying to decide between Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, Richard Matthews, and um, Nelson Aguilar. All right, Cup, Galladay, Richard Matthews. And Aguilar was the fourth? All right, no problem, man. Thanks for the call, man. We're going to rank these guys for you right now. Okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, Nelson Aguilar is the bottom of that list. I don't care. He caught, uh, you know, like a 56-yard touchdown in week one. Let someone else go after Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is not going to be on any of my teams, okay? So that's the easy one right off the bat. Nelson Aguilar is in the fourth spot there. In the three spot for me in this ranking, I'm going to say Kenny Galladay, okay? I know. I know you love Kenny Galladay. Galladay, you love his two touchdowns. You love that he was a darling in the preseason. But listen, let's pump the brakes a little bit, okay? That Detroit offense, they spread the ball around a ton, whether it's Golden Tate or Marvin Jones or even Eric Ebron. You talk about Theo Riddick and Abdullah out of the backfield. I I think there's just too many mouths to feed in Detroit for Galladay to be a week in, week out. I know he's fancy. I know he popped off on week one, but Galladay would be third in that ranking for me. And then you're left with Rashard Matthews and Cooper Cup. And I think both of these guys are viable, okay? I, I'm going to tell you, though, I like Cooper Cup. I like Cooper Cup. I think this kid is an as- ascending talent. I think this guy, especially in a PPR kind of league, I think Cooper Cup is going to be second on this team, the Rams, in pass catches, in targets behind only Sammy Watkins. And remember, McVay was the uh, coordinator over there in Washington, right? Now he's moving over to L.A. That's the kind of offense you're going to look at. They are going to throw the ball a lot. You saw them even throw the ball to Todd Gurley a bunch of times. I like Cup. I think Rashard Matthews is kind of like your... Not nondescript, but he's not really sexy at all, right? If you just need a safe guy, Rashard Matthews week in and week out will be okay. But I like if you're trying to get a guy that you think could really pop for your team, I like Cooper Cup. So I'm going, Trey, and thanks for the call. I'm going Cooper Cup, Rashard Matthews, Kenny Galladay, and then Nelson Aguilar. Let me know how it turned out. You're always welcome here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got another call. It is Chris in Dade County in Florida. He also has a question, I think, about the same man. Mr. Cooper Cup, Chris in Dade County. How you doing? First of all, how are you guys handling the storm down there? Is everybody safe? Is everybody okay? I mean, it's all right. A lot of fallen trees everywhere. Wow. A lot of power outage. So you just, you know, you just got to recuperate and keep moving forward. Well, our thoughts are with you, Chris. I thought to absolutely wish you down there in Florida. We're up here in, up north in New York. We're thinking of you, Chris. So uh, let me try and help you out when you have power, when you still do. Uh, what's your question, man? I got a two-part question. First question on the waivers. So obviously everyone that's like going crazy on waivers. I got a kind of a good uh, team. So would you take uh, the Ravens when I got a ninth waiver wire pick? 
as a priority or when I have the steals as my defense right now, or should I just leave it be and then gain my waiver priority as the higher pick for later on? And then second question, would you start Devontae Parker, Jay Cutler's boy, over Des Bryant against the damn uh, Denver Broncos? All right, well, thanks for the call, Chris. And once again, be safe down there in Florida. We're definitely thinking of you. I'm going to try and address these questions one at a time. Your first question was about defenses. It sounds like you have the Ravens, and you're wondering, oh, no, the Ravens were available, and you have the Steelers, let's say. But you have the ninth waiver priority. I am not using my waiver priority this early in the season on a defense. All right? Chris, so to answer your question, I'm not making that move, at least not for waiver wire and using up my priority. If you like that defense and the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against Minnesota this week and they're the best defense out there, I think you could do that when they're free agents later on in the week. I would not use my priority. I'd like to inch up because you also said, man, that your team is pretty set, that you like your team. So if that's the case, I'm trying to inch up in waiver priority and then you know get all the way to the top so that if one of my studs go down, down later in the season, I have the waiver priority to address it. This is kind of like nice-to-haves, in my opinion, and I really don't think that the Steelers, who is that defense you're looking at, is someone else is going to spend the waiver wire claim on them. So I say absolutely not. I would let it rock the way it is, and if you want to make that change after waivers run a little bit later on tomorrow, go right ahead, but don't spend the waiver priority on it. On to your second question. You were talking about Devontae Parker, and you had him up against Des Bryant, I believe. Right now, you can first of all look at our ranks, okay, on Fantasy Pros, where we take a conglomerate of a lot of rankings, including our guy, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. And uh, for this week, I understand that they're going up against that defense, the Denver Broncos defense with, you know, Chris Harris and Aqib Tlaib. But we've got Des Bryant ranked as number 22, and we have Devontae Parker ranked as number 32. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going Des Bryant, ultimately, to answer your question. But the reason may surprise you. I talked about it at the top of the show. The Chargers secondary is also pretty good. You got Casey Hayward on one side. He was a pro bowler last year. And you got Jason Verrett on the other side. He was also a pro bowler. So this Los Angeles Chargers... um, cornerback situation is also a matchup you should fade, okay? So because of that, because they're both strong uh, secondaries, I go back to the skill, and I'm going with Des Bryant, but thanks for the call, Chris. We got time for one or two more. The next question comes from Jacob in Michigan. Jacob in Michigan. Jacob dropped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we got time for one more. Let's instead go to Steve in Massachusetts. Steve in Massachusetts is there. It sounds like he has a question about tiny Darren Sproles on his waiver wire. Steve, you're dropping stats on the fantasy freestyle. What's going on, man? What's your question? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I wanted to say thanks for the advice uh, uh, yesterday when I called you up. It kind of helped me out a little bit, too. Uh, my, my question is about uh, Darren Sproles. Because I, I put in a waiver claim already for uh, Cooper Cup uh, yep. to try to get him uh, at, at uh, Kevin White. I know that I'm going to be lowering in the waiver pri- uh, priority because I won this week, but I'm hoping that maybe he can fall to me. But uh, I uh, looked at uh, looked at it this morning, and I saw that uh, somebody dropped uh, Darren Sproles. Is that a guy that I should uh, maybe try to add for him? I could uh, just tell you, like, a couple guys that I could, I could probably have to drop. Sure, who would it be for? Sure if... Uh, all right. Uh, 
When, so, you, when you're looking at that, I'm going to tell you, generally speaking, I like Darren Sproles. I don't love Darren Sproles, okay? I think that Philadelphia backfield is going to get a little bit crowded. You know, LeGarrette Blonde, Darren Sproles, they like Smallwood. They got Pumphrey there as well. So I don't know if Sproles is someone that I would risk my waiver wire on. I think there's a lot of PPR kind of backs that are out there that may not even get picked up on the waiver this week. So if you're looking for that kind of PPR back, I would wait. I would not spend my waiver priority because there's going to be other guys out there Chris Thompson Shane Vereen as well you know so I would not necessarily spend my waiver wire on a guy like Darren Sproles but thanks for the call Steve I'm up against the break so I gotta cut you off there but when we come back we got a couple of other calls including my man Taco and Bama is gonna get back on dropping stats over beats with the fantasy freestyle hey Steve I'm glad I could help you out yesterday call me back if you want later in the week but I wouldn't use my waiver wire on a guy like Darren Sproles more calls and we start my week two preview when we come back dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. If I rule the world... I would make everyone realize that global warming is real and we need to start fighting it. But uh, I digress. We're here for fantasy football on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on a Tuesday as people get ready to figure out who they need to put their waiver claims on. Fab budget. Do I believe in Cooper Cup? Should I ride with Tyree Cohen? That sort of thing. Our first qu- caller now is my man Taco in Alabama. Taco is back. Um, Taco, it seems like you are in the storm's path, but you are okay, right? So first I want to say I'm glad that everybody down there is okay. And then Taco, of course, you're always welcome on the Fantasy Freestyle. You are dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. How can I help you out today? Hey, man, got a couple questions for you. Sure. Uh, one, I'm priorities. I'm, I'm waiver number seven. So I've I'm not going to get Tariq Cohen or Cooper Cup. Right. I have waivers in for them, but not going to happen. Uh, I have to drop Johnson, or I don't know if I should drop Johnson or stash him. Uh, we Do you have, have it? Is there an IR spot? No? No IR. Uh, also, um, do you think it's worth taking a shot at Chris Johnson just to see if he even gets any play time with David Johnson out? Um, so thanks for the call, Taco. No. No is the quick and short answer to your question. I do not believe in Chris Johnson. If you listen to me before the season started, I was down on this Arizona Cardinals team. I thought David Johnson was really all they had. I thought Carson Palmer, at the ripe old age, you know, in his mid to late 30s, he was about to fall off a cliff. I thought David Johnson was the only saving grace for that team. I understand that this week they're playing the Indianapolis Colts and that bad defense, and they could maybe bounce back. But long term, and you're talking about a season-long league here, Taco, 
No, I do not believe Chris Johnson is worth your waiver wire right now. Let all these other people grab Cooper Cup, grab Tariq Cohen, grab Buck Allen and people like that so you can move on up and then you can grab someone a little bit later. I don't think there's any Arizona Cardinals running back that you want to earn. I think it's going to be a committee with Kerwin Williams, the recently signed Chris Johnson, as you mentioned. And don't forget about Andre Ellington there as well. I think it's a little too crowded and I think that the entire Arizona offense is about to go into the toilet. I say you fade all the production in Arizona. Thank you, Taco, for the call. Save your waiver priority. Inch on up. Don't overreact. Let it settle. You'll be just fine. I am sorry, though, that you lost David Johnson. I would, If you can't get Tyree Cohen, think about a guy like Buck Allen potentially on the waiver wire. And also, Taco, if you tell me, like the couple of guys on Twitter, holler at me at Spittin' Speeds. Give me a couple of names that are available on your wire, and I'll be sure to help you out. Your ne- Our next question here on the Fantasy Freestyle is Josh in New Jersey. Josh in New Jersey. Everybody's talking about Tyreek Cohen. Josh in New Jersey has the other part of what I believe is now a timeshare and committee. He's talking about Jordan Howard. Josh, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds. What's going on, man? Hey, so I know that Jordan Howard is... I, just, I feel like uh, Cohen's really going to take um, some carries from Jordan Howard. So I actually had a trade question because I got a on an offer today. Okay. So like just so my receivers right now are Brandon Marshall, uh, Hill, and Crowder, and my running backs are Freeman and Howard, and then I have Gillespie on my bench. So the offer was I would have to give away Howard and um, Crowder and Marshall. And then in return, I get Pryor, Fitz, uh, Pryor, Fitzgerald, um, Feeland, and Bilal Powell. So, do you think that's like good or anything? Or? Yeah, I, uh, I I gotta hear it again. But my knee jerk reaction is I kind of do like that because you mentioned Adam Thielen as well. You mentioned Bilal Powell as well, right? And I was gonna tell you when you reeled off these wide receivers, I was gonna tell you that I think you're in a little bit of trouble at wide receiver going with Brandon Marshall, Crowder, and Hill. I would imagine that that's Tyreek Hill you're talking about, and because I think. Uh, Howard is a diminishing asset, and you can get back a wide receiver like Thielen and a guy like Bilal Powell, if, especially if this is PPR, then yes, I would very heavily consider that trade, my man. I think that that is a good idea, especially because I think Thielen is going to wind up really helping your receiving core, and I do think that uh, Jordan Howard is a depreciating asset, so if you're getting offers for him now, I would heavily consider that. Um, I didn't remember all the parts and I don't have your entire team but I do think Howard is someone who you could flip at this point in time going down to Bilal Powell yeah that's a drop but you're getting a guy like Thielen at wide receiver to augment that wide receiver core I like that thanks for the call Josh in New Jersey our next call here dropping the stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle it is Robert in Indiana in Indianapolis or in Indiana and he's got a question about another hot wide receiver that is not named Cooper Cup another rookie Robert you're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle what's up hey i have a question i'm in a uh football point ppr league yep i was thinking about dropping a bear abdullah or Corey davis or Corey coleman do you think i should do that and if so which guy should i go after um, sure. Well, I need to know, my man, I need to know the rest of your running backs because I need to know how much you can handle the loss of Abdullah. So what running backs would you be going with if you do, in fact, cast Abdullah aside? I got Dalvin Cook, uh, Kareem Hunt, 
and also Jordan Howard. Oh, okay. Then yes, absolutely, Robert. Absolutely. I cast aside Amir Abdullah, and then I go in and I put in a claim for both of those guys, whether it's Corey Davis or Corey Coleman, right? I would have the order. I would actually maybe... You know, both of them. I would put the I would put the claim in for both of them, okay? Um, I would go Corey Coleman slightly ahead of Corey Davis, okay? But I think both of them are viable. Um, whichever one you wind up with, I would be happy. I would prioritize Corey Coleman over Corey Davis. But yes, I would drop Amir Abdullah, and I would first put in the waiver claim for Corey Coleman. And if you don't get Corey Coleman, then I would do it for Corey Davis. I do think Corey Coleman is going to grow with uh, Deshaun Kaiser across the year. And quite frankly, the other running backs you mentioned mean that you don't really have a need for Amir Abdullah. So yes, I would do that, Robert. Thanks for the call. Let me know how it turned out. You could thank me later. All right, we got a couple more calls here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We got Jesse in California. Jesse in California got bit hard by the injury bug, it looks like, in week one. He had AR-15 and Kevin White. Both of them are down and will miss the entire season. Kevin White may come back, but it is going to be a long way, and he is Mr. Glass with that collarbone. Jesse, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let me know what kind of options you have on the wide receiver waiver wire, man. Well, I'm in a 10-man PPR. I was looking at uh, Aguilar from the Eagles, Corey Davis, and Kenny Galladay. I don't really know who to go for first. Sure. Uh, I do got some depth at wide receiver, too. I got uh, Martavis Bryant, Des Bryant, Keenan Allen, and Adam Thielen, okay. also Chris Hogan. So I'm not, like, hurting too much. I'm right. just kind of... Who do I go for on the waiver wire? Fair enough. It says, um, am I right that you said uh, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, or Nelson Aguilar? No, no, I got a Nelson Aguilar, Corey Davis, and Kenny Galladay. Sorry, that gotcha. I was looking at. Gotcha. So of those three, here's how I would rank them, okay? I would go Corey Davis 1, Kenny Galladay 2, and Nelson Aguilar 3. I'm telling you, Nelson Aguilar popped off with a 50-yard touchdown, but it was a broken play from Carson Wentz. I do not expect Nelson Aguilar to week in, week out, give you any kind of production. Kenny Galladay is a little bit better, but remember, in Detroit, there are a lot of mouths to feed in that Jim Bob Cooter offense, and Matthew Stafford is going to go wherever the ball dictates. Yesterday or two days ago, that happened to be Kenny Galladay twice. I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. You got Golden Tate there, Marvin Jones there, Eric Ebron there, Theo Riddick there as well. I think Corey Davis, of the three that you mentioned, I think Corey Davis is the way to go. But like you said, you have some other depth. I love some of the other wide receivers you have. So if you want to make a play on these guys, I like Corey Davis, given those options. But I think you're in decent shape if you want to know the truth, Jesse. And thank you for the call. I got time for one more call here. And we're going to go to Randall in Chicago. Randall in Chicago, you are on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're talking defenses, it sounds like, for Randall. What's going on, man? You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? Oh, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? What's your question? Um, My question is, if I should drop the Steelers defense for Jacksonville? If you should drop the Steelers defense for Jacksonville. Um, sure. Sure. I uh I think these Jacksonville Jaguars showed up. 
right, in week one against Houston. And here's the thing. A lot of that is sustainable. I've been talking about this Jacksonville defense for a while. Remember, they signed Calais Campbell in the offseason up front there. They also signed A.J. Bouye in the back end as a cornerback to pair with Jalen Ramsey. Yes, I like Jacksonville season long because I thought they were going to be improving. Remember, they also they want to run the ball. They want to run the ball and be a time of possession kind of team, unlike the Steelers, who are fine to get into shootouts with teams, right? And they don't really run the clock out as much. So with a team like Jacksonville, yes, I think that their time of possession way that they want to go about it, running the ball with Leonard Fournette, and the improvements they've made in de- on the defensive side of the ball are definitely um, you know, working, quite frankly. And here's the other thing that people don't necessarily look at. Look at the division that Jacksonville is in. They're going to have to play the Indianapolis Colts, not once but twice. Those are good matchups. They're going to get the Houston Texans again. That's a good matchup. I like the way their schedule sets up, so yes, I do in fact think that I would go with the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Steelers because the Steelers get into some, uh, you know, they get into some shootouts. So yeah, Randall, I would go ahead and pull the trigger on the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Thank you to everybody for the calls in this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. We're going to close up the phone lines for now, and I'm going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. When we come back, we're going to check in on our polls, and I'm going to also tell you about a way that you can spend no money, and if you know what you're talking about, and if you listen to this network, I'm sure you do, but if you know what you're talking about and you want to compete, it won't won't be for some cash, but it could be for a trip to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. Come on right back here. The details of how you can do that. We check out on these polls and, uh, you know, we tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, dropping stats over beats on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. You heard? We coming right back. Let's go. It's on a Tuesday, baby. Fantasy Freestyle. They're going to ride Melvin Gordon. One stat that went up, Anthony Lynn teams lead the NFL in rushing. I think that is a big boost for a guy like Melvin Gordon. He didn't look incredibly impressive. 18 carries for 54 yards, but that's the key. 18 carries, another five catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. I believe Melvin Gordon continues to be a rock-solid mid-tier running back one. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dropping stats over beats. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, helping you out today as you look to see who do we put that waiver claim in on? How much of this fab budget do we spend? Should I make this trade or not? But I got to tell you something. If you listen to us and if you listen to the lineup lock live, then you're doing what you got to do in DFS to win that cash. But I got a great opportunity for you. Go to rotoexperts.com or go to dailyroto.com slash DKM. And what they're doing, we have teamed up with DKMS right here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we are doing a promotion to help 
you know, fight blood cancer. Here's what it is. You can enter a free DTFS contest any week of the football season, okay, at those websites. And then if you win, you get entered into another DFS contest for week 17. If you win that, you could win tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. I like that. Like, my name was Kirk Cousins. And here's the thing. You also find out a little bit more about this disease of blood cancer because the people that play fantasy football, for the most part, are guys like age 20 to 50. And and guys age 20 to 50 are the, usually the best matches to be a donor and can really help someone out who has this horrible disease of blood cancer. Please go to dailyrotocom slash DKMS. Go to uh, rotoexperts.com slash DKMS. Find out how you can, for free, enter daily fantasy contests and also help us fight blood cancer at DKMS.com. And, uh, you know, you could win a trip to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. Thanks to everybody who's voted on our poll thanks to everybody calling in and you could always holler at me on twitter at spitting speeds we got a poll question up which week two matchup are you most looking forward to right now 40 percent of you say that sunday night football nfc championship game rematch of the packers and the falcons 28 percent of you say pats and saints to see if these two teams can bounce back and score more points when they get into the dome uh 17 of you say vikings and steelers i think that's going to be interesting can the vikings defense do it again on the road against another elite offense and what about the eagles and the chiefs two teams that had big wins in week one will they be able to keep it rolling in what i'm dubbing the andy reed bowl all right um and we also you know we got a response i want to uh, read out a response clayton clayton trahan uh clayton moore's ffb on twitter always responded to the polls we appreciate you out there says it's interesting wants to kind of like draw distinctions right says from an entertainment standpoint KC Philly. I think that's going to be a real good game as well, and I think whoever wins that game is really primed to make a run this season. Um, for fantasy, they say Green Bay, Atlanta, but then personally, as a Pats fan, they are hoping that New England and New Orleans returns the result that they want down in the Dome. I personally think that the Patriots will not go 0-2. I think they will be able to uh, put up at least 35 points, 34 points against the New Orleans Saints. That defense is trash. You saw what Sam Bradford was able to do against them with a mediocre offensive line and some weapons. Tom Brady has just the same kind of weapons and will spread the ball around all right tomorrow though guys tomorrow was gonna happen right here on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats i am going to get into my week two previews we're gonna go game by game we're gonna kick it off with the thursday night game that i think is blunt guts trash if you want to know the truth the cincinnati Bengals and the houston texans neither team look good both teams they gave up a combined like 15 sacks in week one so will there will be points sport scored i don't know the over under on that game is 38 and a half so vegas doesn't think so i'll tell you what i think about that game i'll tell you what i think about all the one o'clock games on sunday as well on tomorrow's show i'm going to preview them tell you who to fade who to start what survivor picks are out there who to bet against the spread i got a lock under in one of those games as well and we'll be taking your calls at 844-843-6879 that does it for me big shout out to the bounty killer chris bavona my man chris down there on the youtube stream as well we'll be back tomorrow dane martinez dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network see y'all tomorrow come on back peace